Welcome to the People Chronicles Storied Women. My name is Anna Rosengara Milch and I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is a story of how one woman's life impacted another. And here on Storied Women, we bring women from our community to share their story, to teach us about how they took an adversity in their life and made it an advantage. So today our guest is Henrietta Albin. Welcome, Henrietta. Thank you. Lovely yeah. to be here. Henrietta is a doctor of naturopathy. Did I say that correctly? Beautiful. Excellent. Okay, so every person or every woman actually who sits beside me, I ask them the same question and that is, what is it that you want us to remember from our little chat? What, what's the takeaway? The takeaway for me is to serve my community. It is a question of how well we can overcome obstacles, how well we have overcome adversity. It is a question to me and in that case, you know, the gift that goes both ways and you give to the community and the community gives back to you. Yeah, that, that, that's very true. And I know you're very active in the community. I have had to cut back a little bit because I was like everywhere. So. Everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I truly understand that. Yeah. So tell me though, tell me in your life though, how, how have you overcome this adversity in your life? So I found that um, First of all, when you don't know who you are and you don't know where you come from, truly, I mean internally, and you have no power yet, I think it starts with overcoming the fact that so many of us are victims or we look at ourselves as victims of circumstance. And in so doing, we cut our own power because we feel that there is everything that's good has to come from the outside in. And so for me, it started when I learned to love myself. You know, and that's not easy. You do some mirror work, you stand in front of it, but ultimately spirituality, other people, you know, when you open that channel to wanting to receive, they show up, the teachings are there, the books fall off the shelf, literally. <laughs> we all know that one. <laughs> and, uh, and you grow. So to me, spirituality has been a saving grace. So, but my guess is it's a, a process though. It's not an event, it just doesn't happen. It's you, it, 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 it's over the course of time? The growth and the empowerment definitely is over the growth of time. And I think especially for women, it is spaced in the way we phase our lives hormonally, right? So in the first 30, 35 years, we're still childbearing, right? So that is a very different viewpoint from a postmenopausal woman or from someone who no longer has the care the immediate care of their family or their children. And so there is more space and internally, especially for women, and I've worked with women for a long time, you find that it really depends on how well they're able to take care of themselves. And I'm not just talking, you know, get a mani-pedi, that's not the point. <laughs> but where are they actually in a space of true heart open self-care? where they stand in their authority. That does not really happen to a woman, except perhaps professionally, until she is truly menopausal, postmenopausal. Yeah, it's the power of age. It, it is really the, is the power of age. And wisdom. And wisdom, right. Well, that's the power that comes with age. Yes. I mean, you know, and, and I think that often we, or some of us anyway, fail to recognize 
that that is how, that's where our power lies. I often say that, you know, when I was 20, in my 20s, I looked really good. I didn't have a clue, you know. When I was in my 30s, I was starting to realize I didn't have a clue, you know. In my <laughs> 40s, yeah. I was saying to myself, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit better about myself, you know. And then in my 50s, I said, you know, I really have something here. And then when I hit my 60s, I really felt powerful. I could really feel the power just, you know, just running through my veins, you know. And uh, so somebody asked me, what do you think the 70s? are going to be like and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's just going to be total freedom uh, that's kind of what I'm what, what the future holds or I'm thinking anyway but I'm curious as to where you think this victimhood comes from well let's start with um, I think it was Marion Williamson or maybe it was Debbie Ford who said when we are born we have a mansion with a thousand rooms Everything is open to us. All the doors yeah. are open. And one by one, they get slammed shut until as adults, we often tend to share a studio apartment with four women. I added that last piece. <laughs> I made it up to make it even more dire, you know, <laughs> it's like. But ultimately, I think that um, we come in here, you know, as free spirits. Maybe there are ways in which we have set ourselves a task to be in a certain place and surround ourselves with circumstances and with people who will teach us. Ultimately, though, it is that we believe that their nose to us is our truth, is our guideline. And so when you have a wide avenue, start with a boulevard, let's say, try the Champs-Élysées in Paris, right? When you come here, you've got like Wood Street in <laughs> Reading. <laughs> Very narrow, alley. full of potholes. It's an sure. alley. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It need not be that way. It need not be the way. So for me, it was really just to starting to own my power. And quite frankly, it comes from pain. Pain comes from power. No. Power, power comes, comes from pain. From oh, yeah, pain. pain. Yeah. Power comes from pain. So, and then suffering is optional. We all start with suffering. This is like akin to the victim again, right? But you want, don't want that. You really don't want that. You want to be in a place, okay, so I screwed up here. I, was, is that allowed? Okay, anyway. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. And, Everything's and, allowed. And My I, show, we do whatever you want to do. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, some, I just, you know, I wasn't born and grew up here with the language. I just love the force of some of it. It just makes it feel good, you know. So anyway, <laughs> anyone who knows me will tell you that. Um, and, and then you say, well, right, so I screwed up here and this is what I'm doing now. Why would I want to dwell on it? Why would I want to suffer from it? And eventually that is again where spirituality comes in. Who do you want to be in the world? What is your inner alignment? What is the most important thing for you to know about you in the world? And then finally, and that is what your 70s are going to be, and they're already there for you, dear. They're already there. <laughs> you own who you are and you own your uniqueness and owning <coughs> excuse me owning our uniqueness brings the freedom you spoke of mm -hmm. it's beautiful yeah. can't lose that one right uh -uh. why do you think some some people get it and some people don't get it what, what do you, what's the you know, well, what's the qualifier? Or is there a qualifier? Is it experience? Is it, is it age? Is it opportunity? You know, what, what do you think is the qualifier? I think it's different for every woman. I'm pondering this question 
And looking at myself and I'm thinking, well, I've been always a rebel, freedom lover, lever when I couldn't make it work, you know, so that is like, makes you very independent, makes you lonely. Yeah, oh, yeah, that is a trade-off. So there's always a trade-off. You got one, you, you don't have the yeah, other. Yeah, I mean, no, not necessarily. I think there are ways by which you can mellow, you know. So yes, it's not always a trade-off. Once you get to the place that you are allowed to own yourself, that you are in a space of of alignment with your true self. And what I mean by that is that what works for me and allowing that to be there. Mm -hmm. So that is also another little layer of getting out of victimhood, isn't it? Okay, so this works for me. So as I was saying earlier, when we come in, we may have all these tasks that we set ourselves, you know, when we're born, but then we do not get to keep those. The idea is that adversity teaches us advantage. And that teaches us authority and our own unique authority. Does that make sense? It, sh it really makes a lot of sense to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it's making a lot of sense <laughs> to the people who are listening. But it, it really does make a lot of sense to me. Maybe that because that's where I am in my life. Or, or I can't say, you know, it's not at a, a, a certain point in time. But it has been as I have evolved as a woman. Because, you know, the, one of the things up here we have that says it says be you. And it's part of the uh, book of Lunch with Lucille. And when I have these groups of women, we sit down and we do these lunch lunches with Lucille, so to speak, they... Uh, one of the things that people are always, I, I don't know who I am. I've Ooh. always been something else. And so trying to find out, really drill down to who you are before it all started to happen, before all those doors started to close or they started to become a jar or they started to morph into something else, you know, into windows or whatever, you know, who, really, who am I? And that's really the thing of, you know, drilling down and then being able to, at that point, blossom from that point. When I was, I think, around 40, and I was always into health and natural life and mm -hmm. all that, but uh, I did a fast. I did a fast, I think it was like 10 days, just liquids, okay? What happens is you get spiritually very astute. I mean, there's nothing in your stomach, almost nothing, you mm -hmm. know. And so the body cleanses and your mind gets super clear. And I said, who am I? You know, and you don't need to fast for that. Right? But you can yeah. <laughs> do it anytime. Eat, eat, eat. Yeah. <laughs> eat well. Eat, eat well. <laughs> you can look at intermittent fasting if you wanted to. Anyway, so I said, I don't want to be just or in different areas. Henrietta the mother, Henrietta the, the professional, Henrietta the expert, Henrietta the natural pr practitioner, the naturopath, Henrietta the wife, the sister, the daughter. I said, no, I want all of this. I am all of this. Right. And so even today when people say, what's your job? I said, it's my life. It's not my job. Yeah, that's so a good point. So this yeah. is like we all have to own much more. And I think this ties right into the ideas like do what you love and the money will come. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy, <laughs> as every other <laughs> entrepreneur will tell you. Right, right. However, through that, you learn to shave off the things that are not yours. Mm -hmm. And you learn to maybe even compromise. When something needs to be done, perhaps because what it does promote is advantage in another area that you truly want. So don't be long-term. Check it out. Evaluate frequently. And listen within. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for coming and talking about this. And I think this is a much broader conversation. We've had 10 minutes, but we uh, this is a much longer conversation. And 
You should think about talking more about that. I'd love it. Okay, yes, great. Thank you so much for having me. And thank me. you for listening.